I think the consistency, a lot of people get this confused of, oh, you know, I've shown up for, you know, a few weeks or a few months. Consistency like is the long game. It is about showing up over and over and over for a really long time. It's definitely not a short-term strategy. I think when we better understand how we are uniquely designed and what our unique superpowers are and how people experience us that they keep coming back for, and we build our brand and our message and our offerings around that, that's what causes us to stand out. What got you here won't get you there. It's time to uncover the micro shifts required to take your income, influence, and impact to the next level. I'm Melanie Benson. And I'm Samantha Riley. And this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. Now let's get started. There's a significant difference between being known and being known for what you do. Mm, there sure is, Melanie. I'm looking forward to jumping in or di- let me say deep diving because this is definitely something that you and I talk about a lot and help our clients with. And there is a difference between you being able to see someone on social media and knowing them and knowing what they do to someone who is remembered revered and referred for their unique zone of genius. I can't wait for this conversation because first of all, I think it really lights both of us up, which means mm-hmm. uh, you're for a real set of gems being delivered to you today. <laughs> you know, I think just as a real kind of baseline conversation, what happens to somebody who has expertise when they stand out in their market? Like, what is that I mean, because I think it gives them an advantage, but I really want to paint that picture so people understand what's going to happen that's different. Mm. Before I do that, I just want to set up the, you know, what it isn't before what it is, because I'm sure we've all seen people on social media and we know these people that have been, we've known them for years, we know them and someone says, oh, you know, what about that person? If we're you know, maybe we're putting together a panel or we're looking for speakers and someone says, what What about that person? And you're like, hmm, I'm not actually sure what they do or I'm not actually sure, you know, if they're the right person. And I think that a lot of people can easily fall into this trap as opposed to the person that immediately comes to mind when you say, hey, I'm looking for a speaker on this topic. And you think, I know exactly who that person is and you know exactly what it is they do. And the people that are able to clearly articulate what it is that they do are the people that we remember, the people that we're able to refer to, and the people that get the opportunities in their industry. Yeah, I'm glad you kind of went there first because, and by the way, I think a lot of people who have an expertise, they know what they do well. Yeah. Somehow it's not being conveyed in a way that other people remember you for that. Mm. And I want to just illuminate a really common place this shows up in the multi passionate people. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to slam anybody who has lots of passions and lots of things that light you up. Like, I think that's awesome. And what I think happens sometimes is they get a little confused or conflicted on how to showcase what they're good at because they're like, I'm good at so many things, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally. 
Let's just talk very, very quickly, and I'm going to surprise you here because we did not discuss this before we started recording, but if anyone is listening and they're a manifesting generator and they have lots of passions, don't think it's what we're talking about here is that you can't do all the things. If you're a manifesting generator, energetically, you do need to do lots of things. What we're talking about here is packaging up your expertise into one message so people understand what it is you do. So it doesn't mean you can't do all the things, but you do need to be able to articulate it to the marketplace so that they understand what it is that you do. That's exactly what I was thinking about, our MGs. (laughs) Of course, we're always on the same page here. (laughs) Yeah. And by the way, I mean, I struggled with this for years. Like I had so many talents and so many things I would do. And what was a real turning point for me was the moment where a new client had been done a strategy session with me. And this was a paid strategy session. He said, Melanie, I'd love to continue working with you, but I look at your website and I have no idea. Like, what's the journey? Like, where am I supposed to go next? Mm. And, you know, like those were moments when I realized, like, I have so many things I'm good at. I have so many things that I can do. But, it, you know, I didn't really have that standout quality. I had that Mm -hmm. you meet me and you want to work with me quality. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's a very different experience. I'm really glad you mentioned that because I would say... Well, I definitely have been in that same boat and I would think that almost everybody at some point in their business is going to have this experience where someone might refer someone in this particular way. You need to work with Melanie because she is awesome, but I can't exactly tell you what she does and it is very hard to get someone over the line in that. So just because you're an expert in something doesn't mean that you are automatically going to get clients. There is this piece that we're going to talk about today to make sure that you do get those opportunities, that you do get more clients, more referrals, more speaking opportunities. Yeah. And I think it messes with your head a little bit when you're in that place because Mm. I call it, you know, you end up being a best kept secret or you feel Mm -hmm. invisible, even though you're you're like, I could solve that problem just as good as that person can. Why am I not Mm -hmm. being the chosen one? And, you know, maybe this is a little bit into our points on what happens to an expert when they stand out. Like when you're a recognizable brand, people know what you do. They refer you. They, you know, share you. They can point to a program of yours and say, this is like the bomb Mm -hmm. versus somebody that everybody likes. And you're a great person and they like you, but they don't know how to refer you. They don't know how to send you business, you know, your potential clients don't really even know, they know they like you, they just don't know how you're going to help them solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So we've come up with some ideas here. And the first one I want to bring focus to is consistency. Because we hear all the time, you know, to be a brand that's remembered and revered and referred, you need to be consistent. But Melanie, what is, what would you say consistency really means? Because I, I've got some very differing ideas here myself. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> um, you know, from my point of view, the consistency as part of being a standout brand means that you have taken the time to really come up with some brand messaging, you have some brand energy, maybe it's certain colors, certain visual, like you're you're great with your branding stuff, Sam, like you guys have a real consistent brand presence throughout your visuals. And then having brand messaging could be sound bites, it could be topics that you are known for, it could be, you know, you're sharing about problems that are pretty 
much what your ideal clients are struggling with. And there's a consistency across that, that people go to your social or they listen to your or listen to your email. They listen to your podcast, read your email and they say, oh, yeah, I can count on experiencing this from Sam. Mm. And what that does you know, we were kind of talking about like there's people that you like, but you don't really know what they do. But if you go to their social and they have that consistency or you read their emails, you'll know what they are about. Yeah. And there's a lot to consistency. I mean, we can deep dive into that a little bit more if you want, Sam. But I think that's a good starting point there. Totally. I think there's one little piece that I'd like to add there, not just being consistent in showing up regularly, but being consistent in your messaging as well. So it's not mm-hmm. just about showing up. I think the consistency, a lot of people get this confused of, oh, you know, I've shown up for, you know, a few weeks or a few months. Consistency like is the long game. It is about showing up over and over and over for a really long time. It's definitely not a short-term strategy. And I think some people can think, oh, I've, but I've been consistent for, you know, eight weeks, 12 weeks. Why isn't it happening? It's a really long game. Like we're talking years of showing up and always doing it in a way that's in alignment with, you know, what that brand is. Yeah, I would totally agree. So what we're saying is there's consistency of messaging, consistency Mm -hmm. of branding, and there's Mm -hmm. also consistency of showing up regularly. And that's actually the piece I was going to add on of, you know, when I think about consistency There's those moments where you get bored with your own message. You get bored with something you're doing that you get maybe kind of overwhelmed and you pull back from doing all the things. And what happens if you stop being consistent in a visual way where your clients are looking or where people go to look for potential experts to bring into their realm is you stop being front of mind. You stop being that standout expert and you become invisible. And so I think it's a fine balance between you do need to honor those times where you have to recharge or maybe you're feeling like it's time to kind of pivot your brand a little bit with don't expect to spend three months putting a message out and to have it take off like wildfire. Mm. That's kind of, you know, we're all in. you got to think long game rather than short game. Totally, totally, totally. Let's talk about industry relevance. We've talked about consistency and about showing up consistently, but relevance is such a big piece of this visibility game because it doesn't matter how much we're showing up consistently. If it's not relevant, it's still not going to get the results that we really desire. I totally agree. I I mean, this is when I teach my programs, you know, a lot of times what I'm teaching is how to stand out. We both teach this in our different ways. And relevance is one of the four pillars of a standout message. Mm -hmm. But here, relevance is tricky, right? Because relevance is changing all the time. Mm -hmm. And there's new trends emerging. I mean, look, like two years ago, it was Clubhouse. And now Mm -hmm. it's AI, right? (laughs) And it's like, are you always going to be that person jumping on the latest trend? So, you know, I want to unpack this one a little bit because I know you have some different thoughts here. But I believe that the way to build relevance is to really understand what is the challenge or the need or the desire of your ideal client and how can you build a bridge between what they're searching for right now and what you what your signature offer is, like what your main thing is that you do so that you're not having to pivot all the time 
and chase the latest trend, but you can build a messaging bridge between what they're looking for, what they think they need, and what you do. And that does require some talent and a little bit of Mm -hmm. research and understanding your market. But that's one way I see being relevant helps you stand out. I 100% agree. So before we were recording, the way that I described this was instead of moving from, and I'm just going to pull some different, I guess, trends that have come up recently. It's about being, I'm the clubhouse expert now. Now I'm the crypto expert. Now I'm the AI expert. It's not about sort of jumping on what these trends are, but it's about knowing what your unique zone of genius is and going, well, how do I bring AI into what I'm talking about? What are the relevant pieces of this topic so that I'm staying, you know, at the top of the industry, having best practices, but weaving it into what I already do? I'm not the expert in this but I'm bringing it into what I teach and keeping that that messaging the same. I get not the same, keeping the topic the same or the fresh. theme the same. Yeah. 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 You can yeah. bring the fresh perspective, bring in that fresh energy of what's relevant right now while staying true to what you do and who you are and what your superpowers are. I think yeah, is what you're totally. saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'll just as a kind of a note around these trends that emerge quickly, like there are people that are really good at jumping on them and then they're building their entire program. Like they build out these programs really quickly and that might be your jam and what you do. That's not how I like to operate. But what I think is it's very easy to become invisible quickly by being somebody who's jumping on the latest trend and pivoting your business to pursue that new trend. That's Mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. opinion. Because all of a sudden, like I'm like completely ignoring all the AI stuff because it all started sounding the same. And, yeah, exactly. And yet it's still new. And so, and to me, that's a little bit of like when you follow a trend too far, you try to be too relevant by going too far into those emerging, you know, conversations that everybody's jumping on. I think I've got a really good way to explain this. You and I very much are about helping people to, well, you know, you're the authority amplifier. I help people to be known as the industry leader. We, we're we all about visibility and influence and, and messaging. And you and I hosted, when Clubhouse came out, a lot of Clubhouse rooms. We didn't pivot to be Clubhouse experts. We What we did was incorporated Clubhouse into the message that we already were teaching and shared through that vehicle. So I think it's about, you know, I just wanted to sort of bring it in and this is how we use that in our businesses. Yeah, it's brilliant. And then let's just take podcasting. You know, podcasting Mm -hmm. was a trend that many people jumped on and many people didn't, but now it's continued to grow. So now what I would say is podcasting is actually relevant if you're going to help people build their authority or attract new clients or share their message in a greater way, or they want a platform to be able to teach and monetize. So I think there is a time when trends become an industry standard that you want to pay attention to. Yeah, absolutely. Very well brought together. Energy. Yeah, Yeah. let's talk about energy. We got to bring energy into the conversation here. Because it's so important. That's why. (laughs) Well, and, you know, 
you've been such a teacher for me in understanding the impact of human design. I've studied human design for 12 years. You really started to illuminate things that I didn't even know it did. And I was like, oh, Shazam, this is really hot. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things you pointed out to me, and as I have leaned more and more into human design and start bringing more of it into my consciousness and in my work, I realized we each have our unique energy blueprint Mm -hmm. and no one else can have the energetic blueprint that you do. Mm -hmm. Correct. And if we know how to lean into that and trust that, I mean, because there's several layers to our energetic blueprints, but Mm -hmm. when we're in our uniqueness, we can amplify that, and that's part of what causes us to stand out. Would you agree? Mm, 100%. So this is where everything comes together. Logically, we're coming up with our messaging. We're creating this messaging. We're thinking about it. It's happening in our brain. When we're talking about our energy and the way we turn this idea that we've thought into putting it out into the world, it goes from happening in the head to happening in the body. So we logically are coming up with the message, but then we have to feel how we implement that or how we share that because you and I could come up with exactly the same message, but we can't share that with the world in the same way. You're a manifester. You're a non-energy type. You're someone that leads big movements. I'm a generator. I'm also a sacral generator. You're an emotional authority. You need a lot more time to decide things. I get that instant feeling of yes, this is or no, this isn't. So the way that we're going to implement, the way that we're energetically going to share that message and the way that people are attracted or repelled to us is very different. So we need to have this beautiful symbiotic relationship between the way we think about things and the way that we bring that to the world. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I think so... I don't know if there's just human beings being human beings or if there's this proliferation of this of this like copy and deploy learning strategy in this marketplace. But I think a lot of people, they tend to look at what others are doing for inspiration. And then instead of like feeling into like using what you're talking about, that own internal energetic truth and alignment for them, they just kind of do their version of what somebody else is doing. And it doesn't have that unique energy. It doesn't have that standout quality. It just starts to blend in and be part of the noise. And I think the more I love human design for this, and I know you, you've you been using it for quite some time. I think when we better understand how we are uniquely designed and what our unique superpowers are and how people experience us that they keep coming back for, and we build our brand and our message and our offerings around that. That's what causes us to stand out. 100%. And it's also this bringer of coming back home. And what I mean by this is, you know, when we're in business and we're doing things every day, it is easy to get, you know, we're going a little bit to the left and then all of a sudden our right hand pulls on the steering wheel a little bit and all of a sudden we're like, how did we get over here? Human design is that point where I always sit down and go, right, what's not feeling right? Let's have a look. Let's have a look in the chart. Where is it going wrong? And it's straight away. It's like, huh, I shouldn't be doing this. Let's come back here. Let's bring our energy back into alignment. And I'm thinking of an example. And we were actually talking about this when we were imagining what this episode would be like, you know, 
it, when you understand your human design, there's five core profiles. There's manifester, types. sorry, types. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> there's five <laughs> types. So there's some people call them profiles. So I get mixed up in my head. But uh, manifestors, generators, manifesting generators, projectors, and reflectors. So yeah. in the way I understand it, and tell me if you see this differently, like there are some people that if they're not being bolder, if they're not really like like having fun with what they're doing and letting that fun energy like really like shine, like they're going to feel deflated. They're going to be invisible, right? It's not going to really help them amplify their unique energy. Manifestors are one of those types. Mm -hmm. But that, like you were pointing out to me, that advice for a projector or a reflector Mm -hmm. would be disastrous. Yes. But half the time, if we don't understand this, it's super easy to play small and safe and get all like kind of in your little bubble because, you know, you haven't really learned to amplify your uniqueness. And so mm-hmm. I have a client who's going through this right now. She's been she's basically been operating like a projector, even though she's a manifester. Oh, so, ouch. Yeah. 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 So, and, and I think that's one of the cool things that we can start to experiment with and explore for ourselves. It's like what happens when I really own more of that energy? Yeah, totally. Because when I said, ouch, I'm not thinking like, oh, she shouldn't be doing that. That's not, I just want to elaborate on the thought I had. The thought that I had was that must be messing with her confidence so much. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she embraces that energy that's correct for her, everything will just happen. And her expert, she'll feel so much more confident. Her expertise will be noticed everything will start to flow rather than thinking, what am I doing wrong? And that's the bit that I feel for so many people. They're thinking, what am I doing wrong? Where really they're not doing anything wrong per se. It's just about bringing some of those things back into alignment. Mm -hmm. It's true. So true. Well, I would love to hear what is an aha you've had from today? How can you stand out? And what is your best way of standing out in the marketplace? So wherever you're listening to this episode, If you um, have been feeling inspired from today, give us a little shout out and let us know what what is your way of standing out so your ideal clients and opportunity can find you. Mm. Sam, I know you have a perfect resource to share today for our listeners that ties so well into what we've been talking about. Would you share that? Absolutely. We did talk about human design quite a lot at the end there. And I think that this that human design is such an amazing opportunity for us to discover how we are designed to interact with the world. So I have a resource that will help you to learn a little bit more about your design so that you can achieve more profit and more ease in your business. And it's called the Human Design Advantage. So if you go to samanthariley.global forward slash advantage, you can download a copy of that. And if you don't know what your human design is, that's fine. There's a link in that PDF so you can get a free copy of your chart so that you can start to understand more about yourself. And Melanie, you always have the most amazing resources. What can you help our listeners with today? Thank you. Well, we were talking about really amplifying the impact of your superpowers. So I thought you might like to see how those pieces fit together. So I teach seven steps. It's a framework that when you put those seven steps together, it will multiply your revenue over and over again. At a minimum, you're going to be adding another six figures to your business simply by leveraging and amplifying your unique superpower. So if you go to amplifywithmelanie.com, you'll get access to that framework and how to implement that in your business right now. Love that. Love that so much. So as you've been listening to this, please 
think about who else could benefit from hearing this message. Tag a friend, share this with them because really, Melanie, you and I are so passionate about people really leaning into their unique zone of genius and helping other people to know what it is that they do so they can have more clients, more profit, more love of life and their business. So thanks so much for listening to today's episode and we will catch you all next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level Influence. Before you go, would you subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player? We'd love to know what your greatest takeaway was from today's episode. Take a screenshot of the show and share with us on social and be sure to tag us too so we can connect. Tune in next week for another Next Level Influence episode.